When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one too. <laughs> and that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. All your ice-cold go-to drinks are here whenever that mood hits. From classic Coca-Cola to a sparkling Sprite to a sweet, sweet tea. Get any size for just $1.39, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. When artist Yamandu Canosa knocks on Salvador Dali's door, what happens next? Enter the world of contemporary art in a new special exhibit. Now at the Dalvi Museum. There are many Earths and many universes. It can be that if you love them so much, would have actually promises to take everyone back, not back, everyone <laughs> to, to Goloka Brindavan, and it can be that you meet him again, even in the form of Southern March, when you love him very, very much. Very much. It can be possible in the same form, because Guru is not limited to one form. Sometimes we ask ourselves, how can it be that Sadhu Maharaj or my Guru or any accomplished, self-realized soul can talk to me about my stupid flight from Germany, very normal talk, and be situated in his Sitas world? How can he speak? You understand? How can he talk with me about trivial things, but still be occupied in his eternal Seva and in his eternal Leela. So this is very, very mystical because Gurudev is not limited to one form. Guru is, he is in the spiritual, he is in the Leela, but he can also be present on earth in his Sadakdev. Why? Very easy. Because mystic yogis, they can be at many places at the same time. This is one of the cities a yogi can have. This is material. What to speak of a mandri? There's no limit. So Guru Tattva is the most important point, most important aspect, the most important tattva in our life. And we just sang this beautiful song about from Narottam Das Thakur, Shri Guru Charana Padma. And this, were, this, this song is actually everything the sadak needs to know is there. If a sadhu can explain to you or can give to you. So I heard this from Sadhu Maharaj, from my Gurudev, from Narayan Maharaj. They explained this song so beautifully, so we can share. We can share, I can share with you. Gorgovinda Maharaj also. I read one wonderful book, Guru Vandam, small book. Beautifully he explained this, this song. So many Every line we can see is very, very wonderfully explained and very, very deep. And when we sing this song, these meanings will take form. You will understand and you will relish it. This is about relishing. Guru. Guru Tattva. When I saw the video when Guru Dev Sadhmaj was singing last, these last weeks for Radha Govinda Das you can see how much love he had in this singing. So, because he knows who he, who Radha Govinda Das Babaji is, and he can see him and feel him. But even in the present body, we can feel so much affection. When I saw Sadhumaraj today, I was so overwhelmed, also sad that he, he's not here, you know. But this love can be developed when we go very deep in the Tattva. 
So the first, the first line means Sri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Vakati Satma. The lotus feet of Sri Guru are the treasure house of unalloyed Prema Bhakti. So in this first verse there are so many hidden meanings and beautiful meanings. Many of you know this. Sri Guru Charana Padma means the lotus feet of Sri Guru. But Sanskrit allows you also to extract more, to make the cow a little bit more. We talked about today about the word Sri. What means what can mean Sri? Sri means beautiful, brilliant, shining, best, wonderful, most wonderful, most beautiful. But it can also mean Radhika. So the lotus feet of Sri Guru, of wonderful Guru, this is just one meaning. But actually in the Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, in the Gaudiya Vaishnava tradition, the Guru is actually a very, very close Dasi, Kinkari of Sri Radhika. So Sri Guru Charana Padma can also mean Guru who took shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Radhika. Or Sri Guru is very, very close to Radhika. Or another one, the lotus feet of Guru are very close to Radhika. But it runs to the same thing in our tradition. It is, Guru is very, very close to Radhika. Why is the word lotus feet used? I love this so much from Gorgovinda Maharaj. He's explaining this, why the flower lotus is mentioned. Several reasons. First one is, the lotus flower is not standing in the water, right? And is not touched by the water. The water will go away from the, I cannot explain, it, it, it cannot touch the lotus flower, it's just like a Teflon pan, you put water on a, on a, on a, on a pan, it's just, water. yes, the drop of water when you put it on a lotus flower, it will just, and the lotus flower is unaffected. So in a similar way, Shri Guru is right here in this material water, but he is not affected by the material world. You can see this, this is one quality of Shri Guru. He is not touched by material qualities, greed, envy, and these things. So therefore, this is the first one, lotus. A lotus is in the water, but not touched by the water. Second, when you are blind, when you have cataract, I think is the word, this gray star, when your eyes are not working properly in Ayurveda, the oil can be made into a salve, what is salve? Paste, and can be applied to the eyes, and then you can see again. It helps recovering sight from the lotus extract. So this means that Sri Guru, by his power, can make you see, can cure you from the blindness of material life. Therefore, it's called the lotus feet. And the next one is also nice. This is also from Gopavinda Maharaj. He says that the lotus opens during the day and closes during the night. So. When we approach Gurudev in a humble position, he opens up. And when we approach Gurudev in a very arrogant and challenging position, he closes. Like a lotus flower. So these are, I like very much these three meanings of the lotus flower. Very beautiful. And then he's called, he said, Kevala Bhakati Satma. Satma means house. Why is it called house? Why Narutam Thakur is saying house? Because everyone, at the Sri Guru, everyone take, can take shelter, like a house. Everyone can live in the house. A house has a strong foundation, a wonderful living room, 
everything beautiful, everyone can take shelter there. There's prasadam, there's everything. So Gurudev is the Alpha and Omega. It's like a nice house, you don't have to worry for anything. And what kind of house? It's called Kevala Bhakati. Kevala Bhakati means highest bhakti, purest bhakti. What is the purest bhakti? That's Raja Prema. The mood of the Vrindavan gopis, the mantra. This is Kevala Bhakti. What Rupa Goswami is saying in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, free from any desire, free from speculation, free from anything, just very pure. And the gopis and Radhika, they have this Kevala Bhakti. Actually, it's also Raga, it's Raga, it, it's a hint to Raganuka Bhakti. Similar. Synonym. Raganuka Bhakti, this is what Guru gives. Today, Sadhu Maharaj wonderfully explained the difference between Vaidhi and Raganuka Bhakti. Lord Chaitanya says, everybody worships me in this world with awe and reverence and fear and everything. And he says, personally, he is Radhika. He says, I am not attracted to all this Aishwarya and all these rules and regulations in Chaitanya He says, I am more delighted by the love and by the attachment and the affection of the rag you bring to me. So Sri Guru can, is a treasure house of this Raganuka Bhakti, of this Bracha Prema. Then it is said, Vandamui Savadana Mate. With great care, I worship his lotus feet. This means that we should be very careful because familiarity breeds contempt. If you go too much into a personal contact, it can also backfire on you and you see him as an ordinary human being. You know, when you are too close, it can affect your devotion. You are still, you have to be very careful not to do things in front of him. There's many, many things. Not to step over him, not to command him, not to do anything improper. Sadhana Maharaj is very forgiving, I know that. But this is, you should very carefully worship the lotus feet of Sri Guru with great care, not to do anything wrong. He, is, he represents Krishna in our point, Radhika, the Dasi of Radhika. Yahara Brasade Bhai, Ebhava Yai, Krishna Prapti Hoyahoite. This is same like Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, and here you can see that all Acharyas are pulling the same strings. Yasya Prasadu, Bhagavad Prasadu, Yasya Prasadu, Nakati Kutopi. Narutanga Stapu is saying the exact same thing. Yahara Prasadipai, Epavato Riyoyai. Krishna Prapti, Hoya Hoite. By the mercy of Sri Guru, O brother, Gurudev said today, O mind, be my own mind. No? O brother, talking to himself, one can cross over the material ocean and attain Sri Krishna. Only by the mercy of Sri Gurudev. Why? Because he is close to Radhika. Therefore, by his mercy, it is said in the uh, Shastra that when you serve Guru, when you love Gurudev, there are six, six enemies, I think, of the soul, like envy, like um, jealousy, uh, greed, uh, greed <laughs> anger, lust, lust and, 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 Narada, and, and Narada Muni, he's giving in the Bhagavatam, to each of these uh, examples, to help, to cure. For example, when you are envious, you give. When you are angry, you show compassion, counteracting all these negative elements. And then, Narutam Das Thakur says, no use. 
You don't need to do this. If you serve the lotus feet of Gurudev, all these negative energies, they go away. Beautiful. Wonderful. They go away. They said in the Bhakti Sandha, but that Krishna Bhakti and Radha Bhakti is wonderful. But Jiva Goswami is saying there is even one thing higher. Jiva Goswami is saying, he's Manjari. He's saying, it's wonderful. Of course, it's our goal. But there's one thing higher. There is Radha and Krishna Seva, but there is one thing higher. That's Guru Seva. In the Bhagavatam, Krishna is saying, one who serves me, it's nice, but one who serves Guru, I am much more pleased. I think in the Bhagavad Gita he's saying a similar thing. The friend of my devotee who serves my devotees is better than more serving me, more dear to me. And in the Bhagavatam he says, if you serve Gurudev, I am especially pleased. Also, I like this very much, this. Because Krishna I don't see, Radhika I don't see. I'm not at that level, but Guru I can see. So if you focus your mind on the lotus feet of Gurudev, it's higher than Nikuncha can you believe that? <laughs> it's very wonderful. This is this channel system, you know, it flows through the field of Gurudev. And therefore we can feel this happiness, this extreme powerful medicine. I find this wonderful. Chiba Goswami is speaking of, I don't know the Sanskrit, I'm not, I, but I know the English word, special seva, special guru seva, ordinary guru seva, and special guru seva. If you it's explained like that. If you serve guru to please Krishna, this is ordinary. But if you no, no, if you serve Krishna to please Guru, this is ordinary seva. But if you serve Guru to serve please Krishna, this is higher. Jiva Goswami said this is special, very special seva. It brings Krishna more satisfaction than serving him directly. One very wonderful Krishna prapti hoy ya hoyte. One can cross over this ocean, and in the same thing in the samsara yasya prasado. Bhagavad Prasadu. The mercy of the Lord is not attainable without taking shelter of Nakati Kutopi. Nakati, no goal will be attained. Nothing. So with, by the seva to Guru, by Guru's mercy, everything is possible. And I witnessed many, many, many souls coming to Sadhu Maharaj and their life is changed. <laughs> so how? Because of that. Because the principle of Guru Tattva is so powerful. So powerful. And it's for us, at least I can speak for myself, for me it's easier to, to have an attraction to Guru because I know him, I see him, I speak with him. I cannot speak to the divine couple, at least not now yet. Maybe some of you can. But this is easier approachable. But still is much. Then the next is Guru Mukha Patma Bhakya Chitete Koriya Aikya Aina Koriyo Mani Asha. Make the words coming from the lotus mouth of Guru. One with your heart. This is the most powerful principle in devotional life this year. The ears is the connection to the heart. The more we hear the words of Gurudev, the more we love him. And the more we love Radha and Krishna. Simple. So the, the, therefore, it's so nice to always hear your Gurudev. And it eliminates all struggle. I can speak from experience. You know, all these discussions, all these useless debates, you follow what your Gurudev says and you respect everything else. But for you, it's what your Gurudev tells you. Here is it written, Guru Mukha Padma Makya, Chitete Koryo, Chitete, mind and heart. What Gurudev says is gold. 
Boss. And what everyone else says, try. No comment. No degrade, no nothing. Just I had to learn this the hard way. But it's like that. You have to accept everyone. But what Guru is saying to you is your life. Make it your heart. Make it one with your heart. And then and he's happy now. Do not aspire for anything else. Oh, maybe some other sadhu knows more. I go to him. You know, and that is this is actually not very nice. You can go. Openly you can go, but if you hear something different from the words of your Gurudev, then you take distance and you confirm with your Gurudev. If you have a Shiksha Guru and he says, for example, something different than your Gurudev, you stick with your Gurudev, always. We can have many Shiksha Gurus, many instructing, many advices, but always, Chitete Korea Aikya, make it one with that, what your Gurudev is saying. Otherwise, you will lose this mercy. You will betray him also. Ah, I like much more what this is saying. I, this is okay, but this sato from Barshana or from Govardhan or from whatever you can type in your name is much higher. I go to the but I don't tell Gurudev. You cut. Pipeline is cut. It's not good. Always stick to the lotus, the words coming from lotus mouth of Sri Guru. And fortunately, a, a, a Sadguru who is proper, who is self-realized, he will never say anything else. There will be no discrepancy. I experienced this also with many Sadhus. They will say the same thing, in the same lineage, same thing. Even in the other Parima, Advaita Parimas. If the truth is truth, they will not variate. But your business is not to discuss these things with other people, but only what Gurudev is saying. Aina Koryo Mani Asa. Do not aspire for anything else. Not easy. <laughs> I know. But, very powerful. Shiguru Charana Shiguru Charani Rati Ese. Now comes this point. Ese Uttamakati. Giprasadi Purasarva Asha. What I just said. Shiguru Charana Rati. Attraction to the lotus feet of Shiguru is the greatest attainment. Everyone says, no, Prajapakti is the greatest attainment. Radhatasyam is the greatest attainment. No. How can you attain it? Through Guru Guru Manjari. You cannot say, no, of course it is the highest goal, but it's not. His mercy is more important than this. Here it's brainly written. And now then, and Baba is um, in, the, in one explanation I read that actually it's like ghee. It said that ghee is similar is, is the same as a good life. How can this be? What has ghee to do with life? And the point is made that actually ghee is making your life perfect. So it's on the same level, like your life, the same like life. So here gurus lotus feet is the highest goal. Because when you reach and you serve this lotus seed, <laughs> automatically you will be at Nikunja Dasi. Kingari and the Nikunjas. Clear. Mm -hmm. Very clear. Ese Uttamakad is the highest goal. And now someone can say, why? Why I have to go to Guru? Why not directly to Radha and Krishna? <laughs> they love, they're lovable. They say love and action. I go directly to Radha and Krishna and serve them. I don't need Guru. Very good. Try. Go. Try. 
Same in the material world, it's the same. I want to be a doctor. I go directly and make a, a nice practice. I don't have to study. Even in the material life you need a master to give you all these things. What to speak of the spiritual world. And the plain answer why I need guru, very simple. Because Krishna wants it like that. Bus. And the discussion is ended. Because Krishna himself, he went to Sandipani Muni and he himself took Diksha. Mahaprabhu went to Ishvara Puri and took Diksha. So why we have to take shelter of Gurudev? Because Krishna wants it. This is for me, this is enough. So Guru's lotus feet is very, very important. Yeprasate Puri Sarva Asa. And then he said, all desires are fulfilled. Actually, I heard also material desires can be fulfilled this way. But the Sada can never praise for fulfillment of material desires. But I heard it can be also. He has the power to do this. I saw Sadhguru arranging many material circumstances <laughs> to help you in the spiritual life. But we, our intention should not be like that. Here, fulfillment of desires means attaining your svarup, clear and end. This is the fulfillment of all desires to get the ticket to Nikuncha Vrindavan, that you can be there. This is, this is the fulfillment of all desires. I speak freely now because we all have the same goal. This is our desire. Gurudev told today he said, oh mind, forget all these other desires, fix your mind, focus your mind. This is here again completely said. Ye prasade puri sarva asa. All your desires are fulfilled. Gurudev said today, even material circumstances will be beneficial. You know, like this one, one advertisement from the Volksbank in Germany, wir machen euer, we, we make the way free. <laughs> we make the way free. That's this one, 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 we machen ihren Weg, we make the way free. So Gurdjieff actually, he's so powerful that he makes your way free to the Nikunja. This one, you can see it like that. Now comes a very powerful and very, very interesting verse. Chakutano Diloye, Janme Janme Prabhuse, Divyakyan Rite Prokasito. Very deep and nice. Again, it's not from nothing from me, I just share what I heard from all Acharyas and Sadhus. Chakutano Diloye, he gives the gift of transcendental vision. So, what is this? He's giving me the gift of transcendental vision. This is just giving me my swaru. If you know what you want, it's very clear. How can you see spiritual things without spiritual eyes? No, you can't. You need spiritual eyes to have spiritual vision. It can also mean, of course, a theoretical understanding of the spiritual world. Okay, sure. But what Narottam Das Thakuri says, divine transcendental vision, Gurudev many times in, in classes says, you can see the real. Today he said, living in Bauma Vrindavan gives you the side of spiritual Vrindavan. And how can you see the spiritual Vrindavan when you have the eyes? And he again today he said, only when you are in your Swarup, when you realize the Swarup. It's not cheap, I know. It's a long way to the top. But with Guru Mercy, one day, we can have this transcendental vision. To see transcendental. Gurudev said to first to see your own Swarup and then you can see Gurudev. Otherwise you cannot. You cannot see Guru's spiritual form. How? 
First, you have see, the eyes to see him. And Arara Mohan, in the real form, you only can see when you are yourself, when you are your Swaru. And in the Shastras, we can see, I mean, I'm talking now about very high levels of bhakti, but it is possible in this life that at some stages, you get spurtis. Spurti means not the real thing, but like uh, visions, strong visions, like a dream, to dream you're a superman and you can fly. But a strong vision of how they can interfere. The spiritual world can easily interfere with the material world, but the material world cannot interfere with the spiritual world. If the Lord wants to have your vision, He can give you a vision. You know that when it is. You can realize it when you see it. I don't. I never had one, but I heard from people who had one. You know, they saw this can be a spurti. This can happen at not when you fully realize, but it can slowly come. It's not that you sit one day there and bam. You are that. It comes slowly. It is a process. So then he says, you are my master birth after birth. How can this be? I just said before. Guru has, is not limited to Sadhu Maharaj. And then he goes to Nikuncha Lila. When he leaves his body, he go, that, doesn't mean, that, that, that doesn't mean that he cannot appear in another universe. It's not limited to one form. Yogis are not limited to one form. So this means you, it's possible that you can meet him again, even in the same form, or someone similar like him. But also you can meet him. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, the, the state of consciousness you have at the end of your life, you will attain. So when you die and Sadhmaraj comes into your mind, how beautiful that you can be again with him. There's nothing harm, there's no harm. No harm. So it can be. That means Chanme Chanme Prabhu say, it means also, the connection is eternal. There is an eternal connection. When you bond with Gurudev for the first time, when he gives you Diksha Mantra, the pipe, eternal pipeline is made. Don't cut it. It's very strong. This is established. Why? Because he got it from his Gurudev, and he got it from his Gurudev, and he got it from his Gurudev. So this pipeline is coming through. He didn't invent anything. Bhakti only comes from someone who has Bhakti. So Gurudev can give what he received from Parampara. This is this uh, um, birth after birth also. This is the meaning of that. It is eternal. You will see him again in one way or the other. Best is, of course, as Guru Manjari. Send it the next. The next thing is very nice. Divya Kyan Rite Prokashito. He will reveal divine knowledge in our hearts. What is divine knowledge? What is divine knowledge? To know who I am? That's divine knowledge. Gurudev will reveal to yourself who you are. This is Jiva Goswami saying in Bhakti Sandarbha that I, some people worship the Gopal Mantra and see themselves in the form Guru instructed you in. This verse also allows another translation, but this is how it is translated mainly. So. This gift of transcendental knowledge, this divine vision, this transcendental knowledge, Divyabhyana, means many things. It starts with, it means, I am not this body, I am a spiritual soul. But Gurudev says also, spiritual soul is not enough. You have to come from soul consciousness to Swarup consciousness. And this is the highest form of divine knowledge. This is Divyabhyana par excellence. To understand and to finally attain Swarupa city is the 
end of divyakya. This is what really divyagyan means. It can be revealed by Gurudev, it can reveal to you your form, it can be revealed by the holy name, Krishna can appear to you. There are many ways this can happen. Mostly it is Sri Gurudev. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is writing, when the Sataka feels greed, he approaches Gurudev in Harinam Chintamani. He approaches Gurudev and begs to him to reveal the form. And Gurudev will reveal the form to the disciple. If Gurudev sees the disciple's feet, then it happens. Now this is actually what is meant by Divyakyan, divine knowledge. Who am I really and who is, what is my part? In the big theater play, it's like a theater, you get a role in the eternal leela. What is my part? What I desired? He says, Narutam Das Thakur, now we have the unripe stage. We sit down in our meditation and it is like we imagine a movie, okay? When you read Vilapakusa Manjali and you have all these pastimes, you imagine it like a movie. This is Sadhana Bhakti. Then comes Bhava Bhakti. Emotions come to this Leela. Still, you're good as many times he said, you have to think yourself witnessing the Leela and taking part in the Leela. So at one point, it is just mechanical. I speak for myself, it's mechanical. You imagine it. Some say, no, you cannot imagine. It's not allowed. You can. <laughs> now it turns out, I can read you the verses of Prema Bhakti Chandika 55 and 56. Mm. What you remember now in your Sadak Deha, you will get in the Siddha Deha. It is the unripe process from a man, an unripe mango, ripe mango. How much time there is in between, who knows? Nobody. Only God <laughs> knows. You cannot know. You cannot make judgment. But it is true that at one point we start meditating. Otherwise, why, why do we have deities and why do we have pictures? If it is not allowed to have this it is said in the Bible, you don't make an image of God. True. Don't manufacture one. Take this, or that, <laughs> or this, or, or Nishinga, or Vamana. Don't worry. One is the bona fide one. And then you start with that, and it is so powerful. And Jiva Goswami, what is he saying? How Krishna reveals himself? Nama, Rupa, Guna, Lila. First name, we chant, 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 chant. Then Rupa, his form comes. Then comes Guna, how is he? Then comes the Leela. It takes time. I'm not saying it's a very cheap process and I sit here and ah, I'm now with Krishna. You would fall down. This is Sahaja. Very. But it comes in a process. It very, very much comes in a process and it's completely okay. It's the unripe stage means you imagine these things. Not imagining like I do what I want. Krishna has now a Bayern Munich t-shirt. <laughs> this is not correct. But imagining here means actually from image. From the image. This image. And your heart gets purer and purer and purer and purer. Vishwanachakravati Thakur is saying this. The purer the heart gets, the deeper this meditation gets. It's not fake. In the beginning it means fake it until you make it. You have to really... <laughs> It's true, you have to do this. And this is coming by hearing, it's both. Hearing, chanting. Hearing, chanting. Smaranam, actually, really Lila Smaranam means very high stage. 
I agree. High stage. But we are not doing Lila Smarnam in the beginning. What means Smarnam in the beginning? You meditate. What, what did Gurudev say at the end of the class? Digest what I told you. Think about what I told you. So the beginning stage is you read the pastime of Radha and Krishna. Let's say water sports in Radhakund, where they splash each other and have these things. You can read that and you sit down, chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. And you think about that and think and think, chant and think. It both makes it, it's like one is giving the other fuel, you know. Both are parallel power. And to do this and you sit there and you sit there and everything else disappears, this is the beginning stage. You start with this and then it gets more and more. Gurudev is saying like that. Smarnam in our, in, I, I, please understand, I speak from my point. Smarnam means I read something and I meditate about it. But Lila Smarnam, the stage where I can now tell the difference is you don't do anything. The ripe stage is you sit down and Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. It is there. You don't have to read anything and imagine anything. It comes. This is the highest stage of Lila Smarana. Many people say, yeah, you, you, you don't, you know, this is agreed. This is the highest stage. But now Tamdas Thakur says in the beginning, you have an unripe stage and you come to the ripe stage. And this is a process. This is this divine knowledge within one's own heart. Of course, this can only begin and, and take really place when we purify our heart by hearing and by chanting. Now, Sanatana Goswami is saying the more you chant, the more you will want to hear, and the more you hear, the more you will chant. It augments each other, it goes up and up. This is very important. You try it. Perfect. You read something and you sit down and meditate. You don't need to chant with it, it's powerful, but you also can sit down and you think about, wow, yes, I can show you an example. Radha and Krishna is leaving for the forest in Vindam. Everyone can picture that. that is, the, the cows are making a huge pile of smoke and they go, dust, I mean dust, and they, they go to the forest and then Radhika goes to the tower with the gopis and you can imagine this scene. In our methods, Krishna is bluish, Radhika is golden. Of course, we have to imagine a young girl and a young boy, but it's divine. And you imagine, it's written in Govinda Lilamrita that Krishna is giving a, a, a glance to Radhika, and I, I, we spoke with this with good, and he, Krishna is looking at Radhika and telling Radhika, oh, I cannot meet you now, but please come at one o'clock to Radhakund. He's sending this telepathically. And Radhika is looking at Krishna and she is like, oh, and doing like this, ticket. But not saying anything because he is in front of the elders. And this, it said in the Krishna, in the Govinda Lam, this exchange, this meeting point when they look at each other is creating so much ecstasy in both. And the mantra is, that is nearly unbearable. So high are the emotions in this pastor. Everyone can sit down, read it, and try to imagine it. And then this bhava is coming. It must come into our... Therefore, the Acharyas wrote these books. Not for those, not only for those who are at the platform. I, I ask you one thing. Why should they have written it when it anyway comes at the high stage? 
Why would they have little Lila Grantas? They have li written Lila Grantas to help us to come to that stage. The more you meditate about these things, the more it will come. It's a very simple example. To imagine how both feel when they look at each other, there's both there, there's ecstasy there, but also pain because Radhika will see Krishna not for at least two, three hours. So, and if you dive in this emotion, it's nice. This helps. This gives you an impression. Prema Bhakti Yahoite Abhidyavi Nasayati. Now Narutam Das Thakur is saying, Prema Bhakti. From him, Prema Bhakti emanates. Only by sitting with Sri Guru, Prema Bhakti will enter your heart. Everyone in this room, am I right, experience this? To one extent. Right? No? Ray, I'm not saying that you saw your form, but Prema Bhakti doesn't mean the full manifestation of Prema. The body cannot tolerate the full manifestation of Prema. It will burn to ashes. But Prema enters in little rays. Prema is coming like the sun. Rays will enter your heart. And you will feel it when you are happy. When you are with Gurudev or with any Sadguru, there will be a feeling of happiness you cannot experience in this material world. Am I right? This is Prema Bhakti. This is the beginning of Prema Bhakti. It's not that at one point the full Prema will come and you will fall down and take birth in Bauma Vrindavan. It's not true. It comes step by step. It comes in rays. Jiva Goswami is saying in Bhakti, as a commentary in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, like the rays of the sun, Prema is coming. And now comes a very interesting point. It drives away the Anathas. Duh. You see? It's not that the Anathas have to be gone and then Prema comes. It's, the, it's completely the other way around. If you want, I can give you the verse. Madhurya Karambini. Vishwanath Chakravarti is saying, Vikirita, hearing pastimes of, of Radha and Vila's Rasa Lila, is driving away lusty desires. Reading Govinda Lilamita is driving away lusty desires. I just wanted to say, please explain what an art is. Yes, please, sure. It comes, and by this power, all anatas means unwanted things, which we don't want, envy, greed. It doesn't matter, lying, stealing, smoking ganja, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't have to go, I don't want to go in this subject matter. I just say unwanted things. Okay, let me make a definition. Things which hinder you progressing in bhakti. These are anathas. And anatta, this is one of the stages. Anatta nivriti is a huge, huge time span. It's not finished. Even, of even at the stage of Baba Bhakti, traces of anathas are there. Remember Chattaparat, who looked at a deer and he take birth as a deer. He was at the stage of Bhav. So Rupa Goswami gave us these stages of Bhakti, Sadhu Sangha, Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Vajana Kriya, Anathanivriti, Nishta, Ruchi, and again again and on and on. But Anathanivriti starts with Vajana Kriya. It starts when you start Vajana. Finish. And Vajana Kriya starts with Rupa Goswami say Diksha Adi Shiksha. Guru Padashraya Diksha Shiksha. When you take Diksha, really Vajana Kriya is starting. In in before Diksha, it is not really Vajana. It is Bhakti Note says Bhakti Avas. 
It is a stage before bhakti. When you receive diksha, Jiva Goswami without diksha, he's saying you cannot even worship deities. It's you can, but it's really fully present when you have diksha mantras. So this is the stage bhajan agree, but anartha nivikti is a very long stage. But hearing about the pastimes of Radha and Krishna and the and, and the Acharya say, especially with the gopis in Vrindavan, Narayan Maharaj has so many times made this point. In every lecture I hear, in the end, he's saying this. Therefore, many people ask him, Narayan Maharaj, why are you talking about the gopis always at the end of the class? He's saying, because this is the most powerful way to drive away all that you don't like. The devotees make the heart pure. Shastra confirms. Brahma comes and all everything goes away. You don't have to be pure that Brahma will come. It's not correct. How will you get pure? <laughs> I'm asking. How can you get pure if you have no taste? Not correct. Therefore, hearing is the most important thing. And then Prema Bhakti comes in, Srila Jiva Goswami say, race. It enters the heart as race. And then the sun. But the sun we cannot tolerate. We have to take birth in Prakat Lila. Not able. This body is not able. Taking birth is also not. Yeah. You understand what I mean. The higher stages of Prema cannot to be tolerated in the material body. Many, many saints, they gave up their lives with the fever of 42, 40 something degrees because of Prema. And then they left the body. Prema is the highest stage. We can, short before Prema, we have to leave this body. Prema Bhakti Yahoite Avidyavi Nasayate. Avidya means unknowing, ignorance. All ignorance will go away. And everyone experience today how sorrow. And everything is going away when you are in the presence of a Mahatma. You don't think about your job, your worries. Everything is going away. So this means this avidya, ignorance, is going away. The moment you remember Gurudev, ignorance has no chance. Try. It's possible. It's a process to work on. Vedika Yahana Charito means the Vedas sing the glories of such an exalted person. Shri Guru Karuna Sindhu, Atama Janara Bandhu, Lokanad, Lokirachivana. Shri Guru is the ocean of mercy, Karuna Sindhu. He is the ocean of mercy. Without his mercy, and the Bhagavatam has said the orders of the, the body is like a ship to cross the ocean. The order, and the captain is Guru, and his order is the wind for the sails. Nice, Bhagavatam, nice example. Shri Guru is the ocean of mercy. The friend, of the fallen. Yeah, we are in the material world, not that we fell down, but fallen here means that we are in a miserable condition, eating meat and having no understanding of God. But he, Gurudev, he drives this away. He is the friend of the fallen. And I, I like very much that he uses the word friend. It's not a brutal authority figure who punishes you like Christian heavy philosophy, but a friend. I always like this aspect, Guru as a friend, but a respected friend, still friend. Like a good, good friend who helps you out of this misery. Lokanad Lokerachivana, oh master, please be merciful. I know. And the soul of everyone. Here also is a double meaning because the Guru of Naratam Dastako is Lokanad Goswami. So he is the friend of the fallen and the soul of everyone. Gurudev is our soul. I just told that special Seva is Guru Seva. He is our soul. He, he is our life and soul. 
That's the, what is meant here. This is my life and my soul, Sri Gurudev. And here also Lokanath means not of everyone, but his master. Narottam Das is saying, Lokanath, my master is my all in all. Haha Prabhu Korotoya Deho Mori Parajaya. Ha Prabhu Korotoya Deho Mori Parajaya. Please be merciful upon me. Now Narottam Das Thakur is taking the humble position and he say, Haha Prabhu Korotoya, please, please, doya, doya. Shri Chet, Chet, what is it called? Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Doya Koromore, this Doya. It's mercy. Please give me mercy. Deho More Parajaya at the shade of your lotus feet. And we already explained what it means, lotus feet. Tuva Padeloina Sharana. Please be merciful and give me the shade at your lotus feet. At your feet I have surrendered. Word of today, also he said. What means surrender? It means to make the words and instructions of Sri Gurudev my heart and my soul. This is what means Sharanagati. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is giving a huge example, six steps, I think, of Sharanagati. I don't know exactly them by heart. But it means that you start with this. All what Gurudev is saying is your heart and soul. That is what Narottam Thakur is saying. Ipeyasha Kushuk Tripuvana, your fame, your wishes, may be proclaimed throughout the whole universe. He's wishing that. He's saying, please, you should be known. Every disciple is thinking like that. My pure Gurudev is so wonderful, I want that everybody knows and loves him. <laughs> it's correct. It's okay to think like that. There's no false pride involved in that. <laughs> So this is where actually we can have our pride. It's said that you can transform any emotion into a spiritual emotion. You can be proud of your Gurudev. <laughs> it's pride. It's nice. So this is a short explanation of this Shri Guru Charanapatma. It's much more deeper, but I, unfortunately I don't know more. But I think when we know these meanings of these wonderful words and we sing it, we can dive nicely in this nectar. So this would be what I can say. I love this song very much and I love Guru Tapa because it's our stepping stone. So if anyone wants question or comments, do you have a question? Also, es gibt irgend so einen Spruch, setz einen Gedanken, du erntest eine Tat oder so, und dann einen Charakter und so weiter. Ne? Ja. Und das hat mich so erinnert, als Tabun das gemeint hat mit dieser Vorstellung, wie Radharani und Krishna miteinander umgehen, ohne dass wir es wirklich schon als Vision haben. You start. Ja, you start. Ja, genau. She said that they said that the thought is creating an action. It's true. It's, it's called thinking, feeling. And then you do it. This is also a chain of 
a process okay. where you start at one point and it it becomes more and more. So the more you think about something and don't our mind is say I'm not qualified for this. What did what did Gurudev say today? What is your qualification? I'm yes, I'm greedy. And you see, when you're greedy, you get this literature. You can read it and you read. You will see what it makes with you. This greed is the own Guru Goswami saying, where greed is sold at every marketplace, go and get it. Get this. Take it. You get it from the Rasics. You get it from Gurudev. There is no Bahuka Bhakrug. Our Gurudev is saying our qualification is our disqualification. <laughs> Ich habe tatsächlich noch eine Frage, ein bisschen vielleicht eine andere Richtung, die mich schon länger beschäftigt. Ich meine, Gode hätte mal was gesagt, dass es, äh, also es gibt göttliche Liebe und es gibt Liebe, aber was ist der Unterschied? Yes. She is asking about divine love and material love. Yes, I understand. It's very high subject and very deep. It is not true that there is no love in this world. Some people say that there is absolutely no love in this world, but it is true that it is not pure love which is in this shadow. world. Yes. Shadow. Yeah. It is not pure and it is a shadow. That what it what does mean is that in the material world love is on a scale how can I explain you can see the more the love is tinged with selfishness conditions Condi yes Self then it is conditioned so that means if you have a scale from one to ten this is the highest love in the material world Prabhupada said is the mother and good of said today also is even somehow spiritual no? this is the highest love in the material world so but it is not that there is actually no love in the material world one can say that there is no love from the material world there is no love from it you cannot gain love from the material world it's not possible you cannot i cannot love the smartphone this is egoistic this is selfish, itself. It, you cannot love a thing. So you only can actually love a living being. Everything else is possessive. My tree, my house, you can love it, it's nice. But when you talk spiritual and material love, this is not a high gradation. But actual real love in this material world, uh, yes, in this material world is only possible if you understand Jiva Tattva. If you don't understand Jiva Tattva, there is not real much love in this world to gain. You serve my senses, I serve your senses, it comes to a level of nicely. If you are in Sattva Kun, it's not so gross. And you, but still it is tinged with selfishness. Everybody has to agree like that. It's not pure love. Never. But as soon as you understand Jiva Tattva, Jiva Tattva also means to know who is Krishna, otherwise you cannot understand who are you. So if you understand that you are a spiritual soul, then love in this even in this material world, it's possible, because then you see everybody connected to the Lord. You see every jiva as a part and parcel of God. Then you can truly love. But then everyone will check himself. What is the love? How you love anyone? What do you gain from it? Do I use the person? Is she using me? Do I have sex now to satisfy my desire? Whatever you want. You can, you can go into this. The highest love is mother to child, everything else is tinged. 
condition, shadow, it's not pure. It cannot be pure as long as you are not realized. The highest love is when you are realized. Then you love everyone. The, the Uttama Adhikari, he sees everyone having more love for God than me. So this is very high stage. Then you can love everyone. To understand this, do you think like a family life or life with another person, yes. like a couple, can yeah. help? Hundred percent. The best thing you can do. Good of saying this, based on I can tell. Look at Chaitanya Lila, Mahaprabhu's Lila. Nearly everyone of Mahaprabhu's associates, they have been prihastas, householders, living with a family. Nityananda Prabhu. Mahaprabhu himself, for God's sake. In the Gaudiya Vaishnava, Vaishnava tradition, actually, nobody really worships Mahaprabhu shaven as a sannyasi. No, not. It's not Madhurya. This is Aishwarya. He did this for a reason. He did this to get the respect of the Mayavadis, to change their hearts. Because the Mayavad persons who reject Krishna, they only go down to the higher persons, sannyasis, you know, therefore he did this. Lila, he's very much a Lila, but nobody of, in the Gaudiya Vaishnava tradition has a picture of Mahaprabhu shaving, breaks their heart. He's so far away from Radhika, but when he has his long ha hair, much more Radhabhav is coming. This is very subjective. I'm not saying that worshipping him as a sannyasi is bad, but the rasa you get from worshipping as a household is much better. So you see, Advaita Acharya married, Nityananda married, Tathagata married. Well, I can go on. Goswamis have not been married, but in the beginning they led family life. Raghunathas Goswami was married, but then at a certain point they rejected material that the family life and went, but not in the beginning. Raghunathas Goswami was a family man, and he thought he made a lila. I'm just he, he's a free soul, but he played the lila to teach us. He said, oh. oh, oh. Now I can give up. Many of us think, oh, come on, this is shitty material life. I go Radakund. And I stay Radakund. Forever. <laughs> and two years later, the new James Bond movie is coming out, and you think, my God, I have to. And you sit at Radakund, and you go back to the Western world. Same happened. Raghunathas Swami is teaching us this example. He went to Mahaprabhu and said, Mahaprabhu, I have to go now. I cannot stand this boring householder life. It's boring, it's hell. <laughs> and Mahaprabhu immediately, as a teaching, this is a Leela, of course he knew who Raghunathas Goswami is. Come on, he's Rati and Tulsi is nickname. He's a Manjari. But to teach us, he told him, nope, you go back to your family until I call you. You cannot leave your family alone. It's not possible now. Go back. Many incidents are like this with the sadhus and the holy persons. And he sent him back, Raghunathas Goswami. The example of the highest renunciation in his later life. <laughs> but he lived as a family man for very long. So, to your question, I tell you one thing. I married to my wife, Govinda Priya. So, I have sadhu sangha every day. <laughs> yeah, okay, now comes, <laughs> now comes the humble part. Now comes the humble part. She's now, of course. Please, please. Accept. <laughs> no, I'm just making an example. You have, when you, have, when you are both devotees, you are both 
guru shishas, you have a guru, you have initiation, you have diksha, you have everything. That means you have sadhu sangha every day. I also watch a movie sometimes with my wife. I freely admit, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm not at the highest stage, but I still have sadhu sangha because she's devotee. No? We may not do bhakti right in this moment, but it is something completely different than you do with someone who is not a devotee. Be honest and be authentic and be practical. You cannot go from zero to hundred in two seconds. Right? So, when you are married and you live together, it is Sadhu Sangha every moment. But you have to remember that. If I misuse her or if I treat her as a common woman and do all these things they do with the women, you feel this, you feel it. It feels bad. If you exploit the other person, then Sadhu Sangha is no more there. So, it helps greatly to have a person in your life that you share with and it's the best if this person has the same goal. So, Krihasta life, what it means? As soon as you put Radha and Krishna in the center, like Mohan, my Mohan Shila, if he's in our house and I offer him every day my food and I, I try to get up with him, make my puja and I go to bed with him, what I do in between is not 24 hours full bhaja, <laughs> but many hours I try. So, this is what is is about. Family life means, I can make you an example. If 10 people are standing around the lake and everybody throws in a stone, what happens? The circles will destroy each other, not? Mm. It will destroy. You make a circle with your stone, I make a circle, <laughs> done. This means material life. Everyone throws in a stone at one point. But if there's, if there's one point in the middle as a center and everyone throws a stone there, Perfect circle, all the time. Circle, circle. When Krishna is in the center, no friction. Not possible. If you know that God, call him Krishna, call him God, I don't know, whatever you say, if he is in the center, no problems. It will be problems, of course, but you have a remedy. You have the medicine right there. So, for household life, family life, if you use it in the right way, and support each other. There's one wonderful uh, book author. He's called M. Scott Peck. Right? M. Scott Peck is called, what is his wonderful book called? My God. The Weg. No? A wonderful one, Der Wunderbare Weg in German. Beautiful book. And he inspired me so much. His definition of love, listen, is a so called materialistic author. No? But actually, he's a spiritualist. M. Scott Peck, Der Wunderbare Weg, beautiful book. And it's so much amazing. He said the definition of love, couple, you know, is to support each other that the other one reaches the spiritual goal. Amazing for someone who's not in Krishna consciousness, who's not in, maybe he is, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But this is wonderful. To help the other person, let's call it in our Gaudiya Vaishnava terms, to help, if I help her attaining Manchari Swarup uh, city, attaining Swarup city, that is, that is, you love him really. If I feed her heroin, I don't love her. If I cook meat for her, I don't love her. If I mistreat her, I don't love her. If I lie, I don't love her. If I spend too much money, I don't love her. <laughs> no, no, do you see this? this <laughs> You know, this you can see. 
exploitative level and how much are you on a supportive level. This is the barometer, the thermometer you can see how how you you will always sometimes there is a difference in opinions and you struggle. But if you always bring the boat back to the goal and then it's very healthy if you have a partner in your life. I tell you frankly, in the, in the Shastra it's written Brahmacharya for this life, for this Kali Yuga, it's completely not recommended. Even Sannyasi is very hard to keep and not really recommended, only for very exceptional persons. So this age is for Kinasta, but correct use. Nityananda had two wives, so now you can critic him. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he's Nityananda, he can do it. <laughs> you know. So this is family life means supportive. What best what what can you do more better for a soul to give birth in a Vaishnava family? All these children who run here around, how lucky are they? It is said when a soul takes birth in a Vaishnava family, you take the dust of the lotus feet of that child. Because this child has thousands of times more stupidity than you. Maybe not you. Not you. Not you. Of course, I'm speaking now. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. If you have diksha and if you have, if you have a sadguru, of course, you have good stupidity. But you understand my point. The upbringing is completely different. When I saw these boys today, immediately you have to. Because they take birth in a family of. Why not? I ate so much meat, man. <laughs> then will never touch it. You remember Govinda, one good friend of us. He's now he take birth. He's now, I saw him as a, I saw his wife pregnant, a good friend of us, and he's, I saw him growing up. Now he's over twenty. He never touched meat. Never. He's not a fully. He's not into bhakti per se, a little bit, but he never touched. Actually, it is said if they, if you don't touch meat in this life, it is better than all yakyas you can do. Yeah, all, all yakyas, all all these huge rituals, sacrifice, all these things. If you don't touch meat, it's much more powerful. All merits will come to you. Therefore, it's so powerful, Prempasan, teacher, to serve the people, Prempasan. It's, it's the most powerful way in this age. Powerful. Very powerful. People don't know what they feel. Sometimes they get laughing flashes, you know, they love like anything. Anything else? More questions? Comments? So never think that family life is a it's not you hear what you heard what Gurudev today said about Karuna Mohan. I can tell you also one more thing. One thing comes to my mind. You see, I'm a school teacher. I was now before I came to Karuna's place. 
I was now three days, three nights with, I'm a teacher in the first grades and now I was with the fourth grades. I was in a field trip, Schulantag in German. So I stayed with the children for three nights in a youth hostel. <laughs> and I woke up, I tried to wake up very early, it's very hard when you go to bed at 11 or 12. And you have to, I'm actually, and this is a very interesting point, like you know what I'm speaking, you serve the whole day. I don't serve them spiritually, but you serve. So it's a good exercise. I, I get up at in the morning, I do my puja, my diksha mantras, my japa. Sometimes I could do it nicely, then I get tired and tired. But the main thing I did, and at 8 o'clock I had to go down to the breakfast. I arranged with the teachers, they, 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 they get up at 7 and wake up the children. I said, no, I don't do this, I have to do my meditation. They accept and it's very nice. So I went down at 8 o'clock. And from 8 o'clock from the breakfast until 8, 9, 10 in the evening, 10 was lights out. And sometimes I went to my room for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, but I was engaged the whole day. But I never felt, I asked Gurudev this, he said this is also same, because you serve the sick with the children, you are nice to them, you help them, this is also same. It is not Nikuncha Seva, of course. But it is a good practice to be selfless because you have no freaking time for your own. Very interesting thing. I could not say you can go away. They come, Mr. Lurum, but the woman, you cannot, you cannot say, shut up now, I chant. It's not possible. So you have to be there. And I, I came home and I was, I was not, I was not tired. I was not frustrated because oh my god the whole day with these idiots it was very nice and they were very happy so this is a practical exercise to see the material world in a in a good way all everything we do in this life depends on the consciousness everything i could have said now oh no what horrible to stay together one day they will be chicken you know at the, at the lunch huge plates of chicken I was sitting there like, oh my god, the smell is horrible, but you tolerate. You tolerate. I ate fruits and potatoes and stuff. But they eat horrible things. You have to tolerate this and then you can feel bliss. Krishna, Krishna is very satisfied when you do your dharma, when you do your job correctly. Dharma is very important. Krishna no like when you say, I don't like this. You do it nicely. Gurudev, how many times Shiva Sadhguru is saying, everything you do in life, do as a seva. Do in a divine mood. Even your job, you have to see, it's not easy, I admit. It, it's, I tell you one, it is only easy if you have a strong sadhana. You have to get up early and you have to do nice sadhana bhakti. Then you can see it. Otherwise, it's very, very difficult. I speak from experience. It's not easy. If you only do half an hour sadhana every day, it will not suffice. This is my experience. It's a struggle. Sometimes I only have, I'm so tired, I only have one hour. It's too little. Only when you dedicate in the morning a lot of time, the whole day will go like lotus flower. You will not touch by all this nonsense. It's true, everyone can make this experience. Put the finger in the electrical and charge yourself and then you will see you will not I mean in spiritual electricity you will not you will not you will not feel you will not feel this material madness 
But the less you do in the morning time, the more you will feel the madness. I tell you. I speak frankly. Sometimes I have parents evening. You come home at 11 o'clock, finished. After a full day of school, talking with the parents, I cannot get up at 3.30, 4 o'clock. So sometimes I only do a minimum. I ask my guru Dave one time, I can also frankly say, when I do, when, when you get initiated by Baba, at least three, three and a half hours, at least. Diksha, puja, everything in the morning is a three, three and a half hour program. I cannot do this every day. It's not possible. I cannot get up every day very early. So I asked him, Baba, where you fall? I need minimum. What is the minimum? And he, he said, what is the minimum? So you do the necessary thing. But best is you do the best. You do the whole thing. But you feel when you do the minimum, you feel not charged. You feel the madness of the material world. Come in, the whirlpool, three gunas. Very strong. But when you do a lot of time in the morning, like two hours at least, something like that, chanting and puja, everything, you will realize, wow, it's wonderful. So you have to check this out, how to, this, how to balance that nicely. Everyone has a job. The secret is in the morning. And then you can see this in a, in a good, good light. Divya Gyan also means, that is also Divya Gyan, to see everything connected, not Oh, I'm doing such a stupid job, you know. There's a reason why we have to dharma here. You see it every day. The first dollar you earn from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters. A reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank.